0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I am Bird. This is soon to be Jake. Jake, it's Saturday. It's you and I. So it can only mean one thing. Welcome to the mailbag.
1: How are you, sir? That time of the week, man. Week ten, isn't that nuts? Double digits already. Crazy. Absolutely, crazy. absolutely crazy. Two weeks, two weeks from today Thanksgiving. I'm looking forward to the end, honestly. (laughs) You know what?
0: I, I say it. I say it every year that, that usually, you know, when you're just inundated in it, it, there is just some general fatigue that does definitely set in. It's just human. You know, it's like going, being a teacher, it's going to be a doctor, nurse, whatever you do what you do. Eventually, you know, you, you, you do get tired of it and you want a little bit of a break from it. Um, I'm at that point where I definitely want a little bit of a break. Doesn't mean I don't love it. Doesn't mean I'm not excited to do it every week. It just is general exhaustion. Is as every single person I can relate to.
1: Yeah.
0: But we're here, excited to do the mailbag. Twenty-one questions this week. Thank you so much to everyone. We have lots of grade to trade, lots of starts set, which you know, listen, we 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 do love great to trade here on this program but <clears throat> as we normally do let's get into it with some injury news and let's start in green bay with christian watson he exited the game early on sunday he was tested for a concussion and chest and back injuries well <clears throat> really just been uh the tale of christian Watson's season just injury after injury after injury um but did return to practice and <clears throat> oh, my God. I can't even talk. I
1: should and call does... a lung. <laughs> yeah,
0: literally. Literally. I don't know what the hell this is. It just, I, I've been talking fine all day, and then I come on here, and I'm hacking up a lung. Uh, but Christian Watson looks like he will be able to play on Sunday. David Njoku, he is not practicing for the Browns. He has a lingering knee issue. Uh, no word on his Thursday status, but he's been taking off Wednesday for the past couple of weeks. I would imagine he'll be back in a bit, limited capacity. For the Browns on Thursday, just check with your injury reports as we, you know, get going, and and on Saturday. So if you're listening to this on Saturday, uh, you'll be able to really get a full gauge onto what this deal, what the deal is with David and Joku. Uh, Traylon Burks, he is not practicing. He has not yet cleared concussion protocol, and uh, well, I don't necessarily blame him. I mean, he was uh, carted off the field, and I highly doubt that he'll be playing. In week number 10, all the best to uh Traylon Burks. James Conner, he has been designated to return from injury reserve. Uh, This does not mean, of course, that he has been activated. It just means that the three-week window has been opened for the Cardinals to activate James Conner. But, Jake, if James Conner plays this weekend, is he a top 20 play for you? He is. He is. James Conner, if he plays, or James Cook Monday night?
1: I would still take Cook on Monday night.
0: Connor or Alexander Madison. I'd go Connor. Connor or either Cleveland Browns running back. Connor. Connor or Brian Robinson.
1: Dude, did you know that Brian Robinson is the RB ten? For you got what I sent you earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How insane is that? But uh, he's the RB nine actually. I would go Connor. I would go Connor. I would go Connor as well. I think it also just shows how weak. Uh, the RB position has been
0: this year when you have Brian Robinson as the as the RB10. And,
1: and Gus Edwards as the... No, no, no. <laughs> Robinson's the RB9. Gus <clears throat> Edwards is the RB10. That's just sickening. Oh, God.
0: Uh, Matthew Stafford. Uh, There is apparently some good news that Matthew Stafford, he is trending in the right direction to be available next week for the Los Angeles Rams. He's been dealing with that thumb injury on, the, on his throwing hand. But Sean McVay seems to be very confident that he will be able to at least resume practicing and then figure out where they're going to go from there uh, next week for Matthew Stafford. And boy, do the Rams really need him because Brett Ripon was, uh, yeah, he was pretty bad. Um, T.J. Hawkinson, he's dealing with rib and oblique injuries. From the source himself, he says that he is going to be playing on Sunday. T. Higgins sidelined on Thursday with the hamstring injury. He was a limited participant on Wednesday. Um the dreaded midweek downgrade. Not good for T. Higgins. Jake, if there's no T. Higgins, one to ten at the start meter
1: Tyler Boyd against the Houston Texans. Uh, he would be a must start. Uh, so I guess you would say about an eight or a nine. Uh, I'd be firing him up without any hesitation if there's no T. Higgins.
0: Tyler Boyd or any Green Bay receiver. Boyd. If there's no T. Higgins, of course.
1: Yeah, 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 Uh
0: Boyd or Zay Flowers. Boyd. Boyd or Jahan Dotson.
1: I would ride the hot hand still with Dotson.
0: Okay. Uh, in full point PPR, Boyd or either Pittsburgh receiver,
1: Deontay Johnson and George Pickens. Johnson. Not
0: Pickens. So, all right, so you you'd rank them then Johnson, Boyd, Pickens. Correct. Yep. Okay. And then last one here, uh, Tyler Boyd or Calvin Ridley?
1: (laughs) I think I'd go Boyd. I don't know if that sounds crazy, but...
0: A a little bit, but not...
1: I would go Boyd. It's not irrational. How about that? Jamar Chase is a little banged up, too. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we
0: we, we talked about that earlier this week, and here we are. But Jamar Chase, he did return to practice on Thursday. He has that back injury. Um, There was talk that I had heard after the game that he was banged up, and... Uh, but upgraded to a positive uh limited participation that is positive for uh Jamar Chase's chances of playing on Sunday and this further emphasizes the point that if you have Jamar Chase or T Higgins, uh, make sure you go and get Tyler Boyd yeah if he's available if he's if, so, shockingly there was there were some leagues out there where he where he he was there
1: that is shocking
0: it, it granted granted they were they were more so ten.
1: I would say, okay, ten that's more believable.
0: ten, ten and Superflex, believe it or not, but also, you know, you know how it rolls with Superflex, you know, everyone yeah. everyone's really wanted to make the roster space for quarterbacks and not really, uh, not really third string receivers for the most part. uh, Justin Jefferson, they the Vikings open up the window for him to return but Justin Jefferson says that he does not know when he is going to be coming back for the Vikings hasn't been able to confirm. Uh, a date as of yet but he is practicing in a limited capacity it does not mean that justin jefferson is playing but he is back on the field and they are assessing where he is at um i've been saying this all week that the chances are not zero for justin jefferson to potentially play on sunday but i would probably have them like i said earlier this week the number hasn't changed it's probably around 10 15 chance that justin jefferson were to play on sunday yeah i don't think he's playing Josh Palmer, he has no timetable for a return. He is dealing with a knee He's on IR. He, Yeah, and he was placed on IR uh, last week. But potentially, they're looking at week 13 for Josh Palmer. Uh, Tyler Lockett, he practiced little limited capacity. He has the hamstring. Jackson Smith and Jigwood did not practice. He has a hip. Kenneth Walker, chest, did not practice. Uh, Nico Collins limited on Wednesday with a calf John Mechie practiced in full, as if it matters to anybody, maybe dynasty players, then John Mechie practiced in full. Uh, Drake London did return to practice for the Atlanta Falcons with the groin injury. Mack Hollins, ankle injury, sidelined for the Atlanta Falcons. K.J. Osborne not practicing with the concussion. David Montgomery practiced in full for the Detroit Lions. It looks like he will re- be returning this weekend. David Montgomery Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, limited with the ribs injury. Kendra Miller has an ankle he was not seen at practice for the New Orleans Saints. Robert Woods did not practice either for the Texans. Kyler Murray expected to return for the Arizona Cardinals, but I wanted to leave off. Jake, there are some Kyler Murray questions in here, so I don't want to take uh, too much of the thunder away from those who asked about Kyler Murray, but just a preliminary sort of discussion. Uh, Jake, is Kyler Murray a top 10 player for you this week? Just outside my top ten,
1: it's my QB eleven.
0: He he is my QB ten.
1: He is okay. my QB ten. Man. But
0: we're we're pretty much we're pretty much in the
1: same ballpark. Do you have pair. Howell Howell ahead of uh, Kyler. Uh, I ha- believe I have Howell just behind him. I like um, the matchup a lot for Howell this week. Sorry, no, he is my QB eleven. Howell's my yeah. QB ten. Yeah, I like Howell, um, Lawrence and Purdy a little bit more than Kyler this week.
0: I have Howell lawrence and Purdy, yeah look at us look at us uh thursday night predictions it is oh god this game's gonna be ugly it is the tyson agent led <laughs> chicago bears and the bryce young led carolina panthers jake who wins this game and why
1: i mean it's it's a real coin flip here i don't think i could i if you're betting on this game then you you have a serious gambling addiction, I think. Because I agree, I don't know how you can accurately and confidently pick a team here. They're the two worst teams in the league right now, I think.
0: Giants, I'm gonna... Giants are a cl- are a close participant in that discussion as well.
1: Yeah, indeed they are. Um, I'm going to go with the Panthers in the upset here because why not? Hmm. Taking the road dog, interesting. I'm going to take the road dog. Uh, Tyson Bajan has been a little bit of a turnover machine as mm-hmm. of late. And, uh, yeah, I'm not at all confident in it, Uh, but, sure, I'll go with Bryce Young. I have a feeling that maybe he can show a little something with the whole world watching tonight. I feel like the Panthers can get up for this game. Uh, Obviously, they don't have anything to play for. It's not even like they're tanking for anything, whereas with the Bears, um, you know – I don't know. I'm trying to hype up this game however I can. I don't, it ain't and,
0: working. The <laughs> moral of the
1: story is I have no freaking idea. I'm going to take the underdog just because. I don't have any money invested in this game. I have to give a pick for the segment. I'm going with Bryce Young.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll go with the home team just kind of because, and I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and be different. I'll say the Bears win this game uh,
1: 24-21. I, I'm i going to go with the Panthers. Give, give me the Panthers 17-13 here.
0: Uh, I think that's more realistic than 21 I mean Adam, I don't know how forty
1: five points are put up in this game, but hey. Adam Thielen has a big day though. I, I'm pretty confident. I feel like this yeah. is gonna be a big day for him. Uh and I think Chuba Hubbard will score. I mean, did you did, I mean, I don't I don't know if there's any Chuba Hubbard questions as a Thursday. Yeah, touch Miles Sanders twenty to nine on Sunday, and Sanders played like what, like eighteen percent of the snaps. Chuba Hubbard's clearly totally their guy. Yeah. Um yeah, I think I think you can accurate you can confidently start both those guys this week in this game. I mean what a terrible all season
0: for the Panthers outside outside of Adam Thielen. I mean horrible. Bryce Young, I mean, I haven't seen haven't seen, you know, the full package he yet. He stinks. So, he stinks, dude. I'll, I'll I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, he but stinks. we know we know what CJ Stroud. is. CJ Stroud is really good. He belongs.
1: And Richardson belongs and Will Levis belongs. Yeah. Yeah. And we we have well, not said that about Bryce Young once yet this year. That's fair. That's fair. I'm not ready to say he
0: com- he's completely out of it. But he stinks. Give, give me to the end of the season. Then we can have a nice little discussion about Bryce Young. I can make that say that about Miles Sanders. That dude stinks.
1: Oh, yeah. He he stinks. Um, Thielen. Thielen's still good. Thielen, Thielen still had some juice left in the tank. I was wrong about him. What what would that
0: team be without Adam Thielen?
1: Yeah, for, for real. I mean, Jesus God. It's, it's really, really bad. I think just the owner has way too much of a say. With the Panthers, so they're 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 a a real dumpster fire, man. There's nothing else. And DJ Moore revenge game tonight too. I completely forgot. So yeah, that'll be scores for what it's worth. Oh yeah, he's gonna score. I might have to hammer that. Um, that prop. He's gonna score. Yeah, I think he's gonna score too. And
0: who could forget our good buddy Deonta Foreman revenge game? Oh, where are my manners? (laughs) good buddy is he? Is oh, I, I thought he was a member of the Portland Mailbackers. He's quickly, he's quickly on the scouting radar, though, he, as he financed will... by the Kremlin and King Charles.
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, Foreman will have to be on the squad next year. He,
0: he, he might have to be. He
1: might and, and have Derek to be. Carr too. We've also gotten a lot of Derek Carr related questions. We've this gotten year. a lot of Derek Carr questions this year,
0: and and you know what? Listen, we've talked a lot of shit about Derek Carr in the past, but for fantasy purposes,
1: for last month. Starting him this week with two on a bye. So yeah. wish me luck. I uh, listen, it's not a bad start, and
0: he's been really good.
1: So yeah. fair play. Why not? Right?
0: Fair play. Hey, why not? But this will be this will be the week where Derek Carr Derek Carr says, Oh, I listened to the podcast. I heard I heard the shit you said about me. Fuck you, Jake. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, I started him last week before you did, and Derek Carr didn't kill me. So shocking. Maybe that's a good omen. Maybe that, maybe, maybe that is a very good omen because I think I've talked way more shit about Derek Carr than you have, at least on this podcast, considering I've done it with Adam more times than I could count.
1: Yeah, I was – I don't know. I always thought Derek Carr was pretty good. Not so much this year, but lately he's been better. Yeah, he has been. He definitely has been. All right.
0: Time for the part of the program that everybody loves. Uh, 1 to 21. But before we get to the 21 questions – I'm gonna add a 20-second question. Uh 20 second question. Uh this is from Bird. Jake, where is Bird from? Portland, Oregon. Oh I mean, what better place would Bird want to be from than Portland, Oregon? I mean, my God, what a beautiful place. Uh Bird, he wants you to grade the trade in Dynasty. He's giving Jonathan Taylor, he's getting a 2024 first, a 2024 second, and James Cook.
1: Wow, I actually know someone that was going to make the same trade earlier today, ironically <laughs> enough. Um, I Look, if your team is in the tanks, which I think uh, it's pretty safe to say if you're making this deal, uh, very fine play here, uh, picking up another first, picking up a young running back and James Cook. Just the only thing with James Cook is I'm pretty quite confident that he is going to lose his job in the offseason uh, to, to maybe a rookie or I don't know. So just be mindful of that I would honestly look into moving James cook for something else. If you're really in the tanks here, maybe picking up another first, but look, Jonathan Taylor is what? 26. Now I want to say 25, 24, 24. Look, he's probably got like another two years of real dominant football left. I know that pains people to say, but running backs, dude, they don't last beyond four or five years. No, they don't. So if you're tanking, you got to get your value now. And I think you did, And you should try to parlay James Cook into some more draft picks that'll help you when you're ready to compete in a year or two.
0: So my draft picks for this year, I have a 2020, I have one 2024 first, another first, another first, a 2024 second, a 2024 second. It's five draft picks in in the rookie draft, five picks of the top 20. So if you screw this draft up, you might as well just, you know, I don't know. Correct. On top of a 2025 first, another 2025 first another 2025 first a 2025 second and a 2025 second
1: yeah hopefully the league stays intact beyond though this year
0: it's, that's 10 that is 10 top 20 picks
1: in the rookie draft for the next 2 years yeah it, one of them is bound to hit by accident but almost by accident yeah a- a-
0: almost by accident but that requires me not being an idiot and listen if i'm good at my job like i think i am um, yeah, I'll have to, hit, I'll ha- I have to hit at least probably two of them. Yeah, I would say so. Otherwise, otherwise, yeah, I mean, I'm just an idiot and I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> All right. So one to one to 21. Number one. Number one. This is from Liam. Jake, where's Liam from?
1: Portland, Oregon.
0: Liam is my neighbor in Portland, Oregon. We're, we're good neighbors. Close friends. Better than uh, Liam. <laughs> He needs two and a half. T. Higgins, if he plays, Tyler Lockett, Hollywood, and Devonte Adams. Jake, before we answer this question, who in the hell would have thought that we'd be mentioning Devonte Adams and Hollywood in the same breath?
1: Ten weeks. Yeah, back? yeah. No, look, it's been a really wonky year to to put it kind. And he needs uh two of these, I, I believe. He you needs said. two of these, yes, sir. Um, so if Higgins plays, you're starting him. Mm-hmm. I would still go with Adams, but again, we we the rankings say to start Adams. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna stick to the ranks here and go Adams. That might be getting too cute. I would go Adams, and honestly, I I have Hollywood, I have excuse me, I have Lockett ahead of Hollywood by three. So I guess Lockett. I would maybe I would maybe wait to see it for a week with Hollywood back with Kyler. If uh, that's, I had if I could.
0: That's exactly how I have it. I have it Adams at sixteen, Higgins seventeen, Lockett twenty three, and then Hollywood at twenty six. Now let me ask you this for the T Higgins cover. If Liam could get his hands on Tyler Boyd, would you play would you play Tyler Boyd over Tyler Lockett?
1: Hmm. In half. I don't think I would. This is a really good matchup for Lockett. Uh, The Commanders have been bleeding points to the wide receiver position this year. And uh, playing at home, this needs to be a get-right game for Seattle. They need to win this game. Uh, They have been turning the football over way too much. So hopefully it's a get-right game for that offense and a game where they should be able to score points at home. They're favored by seven. I would still go Lockett. I think there's a really good chance he breaks a big one for a touchdown this weekend like the call I like the call all right number one is gone number 21
0: 21 21 this is from Colin Colin at well, least from no nowhere else he's from Atlanta Georgia like our good buddy 21 Savage great guy love him appreciate his work uh Colin he's two and a half Michael Pittman Mike Evans Calvin Ridley Debo Samuel
1: good options mm-hmm I would go, hmm, it's not Calvin Ridley. Cross him off the list. No, it's not. Mike Evans is a definite. He's a top 10 play, so just... He's He's my
0: wide receiver seven. He'll become my wide receiver six when Jefferson is likely ruled out. It's
1: Evans and Pittman according to the ranks, but... Something tells me Debo Samuel is going to pop for a big week. I don't know what it is. I would find a way to get Debo in that lineup somehow.
0: The rankings do say it is Evans and Pittman for me, but I have the same hunch as you. And listen, I mean, we both don't have the Debo Samuel radar on at all, but I do agree with you that something – and also, do you really want to be involved in this
1: 930 cult Patriots game? No. That, that was another part of the logic there too. And right with, with Debo coming back, the Niners offense just hasn't looked the same since Debo Samuel got hurt. You have a feeling off of a bye where the Niners are historically very good off of a bye under Kyle Shanahan with that extra week to prepare for a, a big game against a contending team like Jacksonville. Something tells me there's going to be a lot of stuff planned for Debo Samuel.
0: Yeah, Debo Samuel practicing full. He's going to play on Sunday. So no injury concerns with, with Debo I I just kind of think you'd rather be involved in at one o'clock, other than at nine at nine thirty. And then you, if, if Michael Pittman doesn't do anything, you're sitting you're you're sitting there and you're saying to yourself, "Ah oh, shit, you know I gotta look at I gotta look at a at a ten from Michael Pittman." But Michael Pittman, no no slide slide against him. He's been awesome this year, with the exception of one game.
1: He's been so consistent. I would just find a way to somehow get Debo in that lineup. Uh, I don't yeah. know how, but. Here's what I would say, and, and and you could
0: agree or disagree with me. If you need a win, if you need a win, go Pittman. I think he's safer. If you're a six and three and up team, and you want to go for the go for the fences a little bit, have a little fun with it. Sit Pittman, play
1: Debo. Yeah, Debo is definitely the higher ceiling, without sure. question. Without question.
0: A one twenty one gone. Number two. Number two. This is from Benjamin. Jake, where's Benjamin from? Beverly Hills, California. We love the stars. My goodness gracious, do we love the stars. Jake, who is the star that is on your mind today?
1: Well, you know, we have to pay homage to Emilio Estevez, uh, always Mm. the star on our minds. Mm. I'm going to go with, how about Sandra Bullock? Wow.
0: In, very interesting what is your favorite
1: Sandra Bullock film hmm. I don't know I, would the blind side be kind of like a cop out no I don't think so I'll go with the, uh, with the blind side I also thought Bird Box was a good movie too Bird Box was very good yeah Bird Box was very good
0: it kind of started out a little slow for me but then it picked up and I was like huh
1: yeah okay. Bird Box has, has you on the edge of your seat for sure
0: Yes, it, it definitely did. Once it picked up, I was like, "Damn." Um, for me, my my favorite Sandra Bullock film, *Miscongeniality*. I mean, that's just
1: yeah, that trails. is
0: high quality entertainment. Yeah, Sandra's great. Sandra, Sandra is great. Is great. Uh, the star that's on my mind. Uh, I mean, he's always on my mind. I mean, I just love the guy so much. It's Kenny Chesney. He's coming out with a new song at midnight Friday, and um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be inundated for like an hour. And I'm probably gonna melt, and I'm gonna listen to this song time and time again. Oh, and he's going on tour, so uh, yeah, Kenny, you can have my money. I'll see you at Met Life Kid.
1: Yeah, yeah, Kenny. Kenny's a good, uh, good artist for sure. Good he's chat. good
0: people. He, he he is good people. Kenny Chesney and Zach Brown. Bah, that's all I need. That is all I need. August seventeenth. Bah, I'll be I'll be coastal. Goodbye. There you go. And coastal, by the way, it's a Kenny Chesney's song uh where were we number two yes benjamin beverly hills california we love the stars uh benjamin he needs three in full amari cooper zay flowers chris godwin christian kirk and jahan dotson
1: it's not dotson and uh it wasn't the, it wasn't uh flowers it, wasn't, it was not flowers okay so it's it's for you it's uh, cooper godwin kirk it, it, it is uh godwin and cooper then kirk uh yeah
0: That's, I have it, I believe Kirk is the highest out of them.
1: Yes, it's, for me, I have it Kirk, Godwin, Yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, I would go Kirk and Godwin. Yep,
0: and comfortably, by the way, Kirk, Godwin.
1: Yeah, Kirk's inside my top 20 this week. I I thought he was maybe a little bit lower.
0: Is it crazy if he were to sit Amari Cooper?
1: No, I don't think it's crazy.
0: For Dotson or Flowers?
1: Hmm, I would go Dotson.
0: I would go, if you're going to pivot, I would go Dotson.
1: Yeah, I would the go Dotson hand. too. Someone tells me it's going to be, that's going to be a sneaky game with a lot of points. The Commanders and the Seahawks? And Seahawks, yeah. I, I think so too. Very sneakily, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I definitely get that vibe. hmm But I, I still have it as Cooper.
1: I still have yeah, it as Cooper. Me too, um, but I wouldn't blame you. No, I
0: wouldn't blame you either. Uh, 1-2-21. Number 3. Number 3 this is from George. George is from uh let's go with a uh, Liverpool UK England. Uh George he needs two in superflex. CJ Stroud, Dak Prescott, Kyler
1: Murray. It's Stroud and Dak and it's pretty comfortable.
0: It is Stroud and I believe I have I have Dak as well. I just need to check the ranks. Yeah. Love Dak, Dak this week. Yeah, Dax top five play. Yeah, top five that... play for Dax. Stroud, my QB seven. And then Kyler is still a QB one. But great options though. I mean, yeah. Honestly, I mean if you could trade Kyler as like uh, as a pre-hype, blah, you, you can get a nice little haul for him right now, I think. I agree. Like maybe, I don't know. Try and target like a Gino. Target Gino to be your backup option, then try and get a position player with him. Reinforce your team. That could be something that I that I would consider. Gino's gotta play better, man. He has to play better, but you know what? At the end at the end of the day, I, I don't think George is gonna be sitting CJ Stroud or Dak Prescott anymore with both the buys gone.
1: Yeah. Well, Gino might lose a job to Drew Locke if they lose this weekend. So
0: True. That's true. That's true. Uh one, two, three, 21.
1: Number twenty. Number twenty. This is from Brandon. Jake, where's Brandon from? Moscow, Russia. The international hub. The Kremlin. We
0: love the Kremlin on this program. Shout out to our folks at the Kremlin. Uh, Brandon, he wants us to grade the trade in full. Uh-oh. Moscow's doing some negotiating with trade deals. Oh, boy. Uh, Brandon, he wants us to grade the trade in full. He's giving Tony Pollard and Rashi Rice. He's getting Kenneth Walker and Michael Thomas.
1: Hmm. Pretty even trade. Very. I kind of look at it. Who would you rather have for the rest of the season, Tony Pollard or Kenneth Walker? That's why it's so even. I I have a feeling it's Walker.
0: I I, You know, I had that sneaky suspicion that it is. And, I mean, I I did a deep dive this week just looking at all of Tony Pollard's rushing metrics. And, listen, I know the the Cowboys' offensive line has been banged up. It's been mixed and matched all year long. But Tony Pollard is just not running well.
1: It, it, it's not the role for him is what it is. We found no. out that it's like we found out with Alexander Madison. They're just not guys that can touch the ball on a weekly basis 20 to 25 times and be that bell cow running back. It, it, it's not. They're a 1B to a 1A. I completely agree. I completely so I would agree. So I would go with the canine side here. Michael Thomas, look, he's not exciting at all. I know he put up a goose egg last week. But, I mean, I still think he still brings a pretty – I don't want to say valuable, but safe floor on a weekly basis, especially in full point. Did the say in full or in half? Full. Okay, in full. I I like the Thomas side. I know Rice is very appealing, but again, if he doesn't score last week, bro, like what what, what what's he bringing to the table here?
0: I completely agree. I completely so, agree. Right,
1: I'm I'm gonna go with the K nine and uh, Michael Thomas side. Okay, I would go with that side too, but
0: I think it's a very very fair deal. I'll g- I'll give it a I'll give it a B.
1: Yeah, I would give it a B as well. It's pretty even. One, two, three, 2021. 20, gone.
0: Number 19. 19. This is from Terrence. Terrence is from, uh, he's from Norman, Oklahoma. Terrence, he needs one, Dak Prescott or Trevor Lawrence. It's Dak. It's Dak. One, two, three, 19, 2021. 20, Number four. Number four. This is from Austin. Jake, where's Austin from? Austin, Texas. Thank you very much on the eight ball. Uh, Austin, he's two and a half. Javante Williams, Aaron Jones, James Cook,
1: James Connor. if he plays. It's Cook and Javante for me. Get that Monday night. Uh, Excuse me. No, I lied. It's Jones and Javante for me. It's Jones and Javante for me as well. Yeah,
0: I mean, let's talk with James Conner for a second. Like, do we do we expect that James Connor is going to come back right away and get his full share of the work? I doubt it. I think he might. Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. I I think they ease him back. But I
1: don't know then about the that. other side of
0: me says, who else is there?
1: Who exactly? Like, like we saw Di, Di Mercado. Mercado.
0: He's like, okay, whatever. Deontay Ingram, Ingram is just is just you know whatever too, and and Damian Williams, listen, is Damian he, Williams? <laughs> yeah, he's just Damian Williams, exactly. Deep sleeper, love guy, a podcast legend, but yeah, I mean,
1: I think he's going to get his touches when he comes back. But I would still go with Jones and Javante. Jones appears to be fully back from whatever hamstring injury he was dealing with, and Javante, you get the piece of Monday night. The Bills have been bleeding points to running backs this year. Denver will probably want to keep this game relatively close to control possession. I, I would go with Javante. Okay. One to four,
0: 19 to 21 gone. Number 18. AT. This is from Nico. Nico is from Reykjavik, Iceland. Uh, Nico he wants to grade the trade in half. He's giving Zay flowers and CJ Stroud. He's getting Jared Goff and Deontay Johnson.
1: And uh, is this in superflex or uh, non superflex? Non superflex. I like the Goff and Deontay Johnson side here.
0: I do too. I think you're making a lateral move between Goff and Stroud. I think you're upgrading with Deontay Johnson over Zay Flowers.
1: I do too. Yeah. I I still think it's a pretty level-headed deal. I'm gonna give yeah. this a B.
0: Yeah, it's a B. To a B. This is a fine deal. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with it. Person's getting Zay Flowers is not getting hosed. It, it's just a fair deal, and you're upgrading. So well yeah. done. Well done. Yeah, well done. 18 to 21, one to four. Gone. Number five. Number five. This is from Andre. Jake, where's Andre from? Palo Alto, California. Ah, the summer retreat. From Portland, Oregon. We go to Portland, Oregon, then we go right to Palo Alto. Uh Andre, he needs one. Gardner Minshew or Deshaun Watson.
1: It's Minshew for me.
0: It's Minshew for me by one.
1: Yeah. Stinky. I hope you
0: can find better options. Like if I'll just read. Mm, Where I would start, if Levis is there, if Josh Dobbs is there, I would start Derek Carr over him too. Yeah, oh yeah, I would start Derek Carr over him. If Russell Wilson is there, I'd start Russ over him.
1: Yeah, Old Baker Baltimore. too. Yeah, Baker,
0: Baker, I have I have over him as well. So I mean, you, de- you definitely have the um the the options there. Uh just to, just out to of curiosity, Jake, and I know this is after the fact, but whatever, you know, we'll have this discussion. Um, uh, with now Justin Fields not playing. Where do you have Tyson Bajan in your
1: ranks? Uh, pretty low. Uh, it's my QB twenty, uh, twenty three for the week. Okay, yeah, I, ha- I have him as my
0: QB twenty five. So you know, I would I wouldn't say him, but listen, if you wanna if you wanna live on the wild side and and you wanna take a little bit a little bit of a gamble, then I guess Bajan could have been a play. But I personally wouldn't do it. I think I'd rather just go with you know with what you have. And I know I'm saying that after the fact, but Hey, Tyson Bajic could be absolutely terrible tonight. And you're going to be very lucky if this was said after the fact. So. uh, One to five, 18 to 21 gone. Number six. Number six. This is from Derek. Derek is from, uh, he's from Geneva, Switzerland. Uh, Derek, he wants to grade the trade in half. He's giving Raheem Mostert and Nico Collins, Oh, 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 okay. So before I finish this, I did say on the program this week that if anybody was able to trade Najee Harris, I want the Najee Harris proposal and you'll make the mailbag. There was only one, and this is the one. He's giving Raheem Mostert and Nico Collins. He's getting Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, and Jordan Addison. This is awful.
1: This is an abysmal trade. This is terrible. You got absolutely robbed. F, F, F. I think F. this is the
0: first F that I've
1: given this year. It's the second. I would. I've given an F before this year. This is an F. This is horrendous on so many levels.
0: <laughs> oh God. Oh Derek, I hope that was vetoed for your own good. Oh man. Oh, that's rough. That's uh, that's that's bad. That's a bad deal. Like that is almost a trade where if I saw it in one of my leagues. I think I would veto it.
1: Yeah, me too. I think. I think I, I would genuinely
0: too. think so. Uh, one to six. Well, hold on before we move. Before we move away from that, could he be doing it because Devon A. Chain is coming back next week? And you know, it's he, still it's
1: still a bad deal.
0: It's a terrible deal, no matter what way you look at it. I'm just, I'm just trying to find something for him. Yeah, no, I can't. You can't. No, this is bad.
1: Is a really, really
0: bad deal. Uh, one to six, 18 to 21. Gone.
1: Uh, number nine. Number nine. This is from Stephen. Jake, where's Stephen from? Stephen is from Ontario, Canada. Uh, Stephen, he,
0: he has a general football question for us. He says, I'm a long suffering Giants fan. Well, sorry about that, man. Sucks. Sucks. I mean, I don't feel. Re- I don't feel too bad I, yeah, for I you. I could care less. Yeah, I could care less. But he's asking, what do the Giants actually need? Does Caleb Williams come in and fix what really looks like a sinking ship for Joe Shane and Brian Dayball? Well, they're not going to get Caleb Williams. No. Like let's 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 just put that.
1: Yeah, I don't think they're going to get Drake May either. Uh,
0: uh, probably not. So then it's like, all right, you take, you take Caleb you take Marvin, you take Drake Bay out of the equation. What's left? Joe Walt. Like, J- Joe Walt. That's that then would you'd be, the be moving him.
1: You'd be moving him to right tackle though. And there's also the kid from Penn state. Um, yeah.
0: Maybe, I, f- I forget his name off the, off the top of my head.
1: Okay. Maybe that's a good start though. You, you, you get a right tackle and you maybe salvage whatever Evan Neal has left. And by playing him at guard, I
0: guess.
1: How, how insane
0: would it be? And, and, I mean, I know people that have him just so high. But how insane would it be for the New York Giants they were just, like, swing for the fences and go
1: Brock Bowers? Insane. It doesn't fix it's anything. stupid. does not fix a single thing. I would go with an offensive lineman. But look, if there was a quarterback that you did fall in love with, man, I know a lot of people seem to be very high on J.J. McCarthy all of a sudden. That could be a name to watch. There's Quinn Ewers. There's... Uh, Michael Penix is another name that people. He is going to skyrocket up draft boards. I would not be shocked if Penix is a top five pick. Uh, Wouldn't shock me here, either. Um, during the draft, so I honestly would think about Penix. I think Penix is a really good fit in Brian Dable's offense, depending where they pick. And you have the luxury of riding it out with Daniel Jones next year when he's ready to play. You could even bring Tyrod Taylor back, and you can go in that direction to start off the year. I would just redshirt whoever you're starting quarter, whoever you draft this year because um, I think Brian Dable should be relatively fine uh, next year, bearing that it doesn't go completely off the rails. So I would sit whoever you draft um, if you can get one. And I think your fallback option has to be one of these big-time tackles in the draft.
0: Is it crazy that the Giants – because the Giants, they have so many holes, right? Like, is it totally unreasonable that the Giants potentially look to trade back – Get get some assets, and then you look to target a receiver and just ride it out with Daniel Jones for one more year until cutting him is, is cost I think, efficient.
1: I think that is just delaying the inevitable. Sure, sure. I I would sincerely think because you you had you can have the luxury of time if you draft a quarterback this year for the future sure. and, and really develop him behind the scenes. I I think Pinnix would be a really good fit over there.
0: Like if there's a receiver, maybe that's not named Marvin. The two that I probably have would probably have highest on the board would probably be Malik Neighbors and Keon Coleman.
1: Yeah. If if not not a Mecco Buka. I just don't think that a receiver like that is going to necessarily solve much for just the overall state of the franchise because then you're just sitting here next year needing a quarterback and you're probably not drafting as high next year to get one.
0: And who knows, maybe maybe you're not the guy that's drafting the quarterback if you're Joe
1: Shane. Exactly. At least you have something to hang your hat on to ownership at the end of the year and say, look, we have this kid developed and he's going to be our guy next year. Give us another draft and put more pieces around him in free agency in the draft and money coming off the books. And you have something to sell on why you should keep your job. Exactly.
0: 1-6, uh, to six,
1: 9, 18-21, gone. Number 7. Number 7, this is from James. Jake, where's James from? James is from St. James, New York. Nice, nice. Uh James, he wants us to grade the trade in half.
0: He's giving Derek Henry, he's getting James Cook, DK Metcalf, and Brian Robinson.
1: Okay, that's a lot. Um, it's it's not the Metcalf side for me.
0: No, I think it's the Henry
1: side. I just feel it's like it's the, the Henry side, side. Just like.
0: Took some shit, mixed it together, and congratulations, it's
1: stuck. It's stuck, yeah. Like, it's the Henry side. It's the Henry side. I mean, if you're – okay,
0: I like it more if you are a borderline playoff team and you're just trying to go for it with high upside, super high ceiling plays, then I don't mind it. But if if you're – comfortably a playoff team i don't like it uh if you are a playoff team this is a c if you're a borderline playoff team it's a b minus
1: yeah i i don't like it yeah so you give, it a, g- a give b- it a c i would give it a c okay uh
0: one to seven nine 18 21
1: gun number 17
0: number 17 this is from daniel Daniel is from, uh, he's from Eindhoven, Netherlands. Uh, Daniel, he wants us to grade the trade in Dynasty. I am a contender. Thank you so much, Daniel, for specifying. You are a gentleman. Uh, Daniel, he's a contender, trade in Dynasty. He's giving JSN a 2024 first and a 2026 first. He's getting Cooper Cup and Aaron Jones.
1: I don't love it. I don't love it either. Even if you are a contender, can Cooper cup turn back the clock? I mean, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. It all it cup is Jones is what he is. I think we were pretty, it's an RB two in fall
0: yeah, fine, safe.
1: whatever. Yeah. Safe for the rest now. of this year. Yeah. He's safe for now, but if Cooper cup can go back to what he was, which I think is capable, I think he's capable of it. Um, I think the, the cup game is coming. Uh, if, as long as Stafford is in the lineup. And even with Carson Wentz, maybe. Carson Wentz has proven that he can feed his number one target. I think that's plausible. Sure, but if Cooper Cup does not pan out, you got absolutely robbed here, and your future is very, very bleak. I don't think Cooper Cup's the guy I would be making the big swing for if I was a contending team, and Dynasty is the thing. I completely agree with you. I,
0: I think there are other receivers out there that you could go that are similar profile that you could have definitely, you know, gone for. And listen, if this is more, you know, you wanted Aaron Jones. Uh, okay, great. But at the cost of two first round picks, like I'm sure there's a, r- a running back on the Stefan Diggs team. You know, I don't know whether they're a contender or not, but I'm just throwing names out there. Uh, the Stefan Diggs team, the uh, the Jamar Chase, that 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 deal would be tough to pull off Um, on the potentially – the Mike Evans team, maybe you take a real flyer and you look to get more of a running back in return. And maybe you take a swing in hopes that T Higgins will bounce back next year. Something like that. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't love it. And it, listen, if you want a championship this year because of cup and Aaron Jones, you're going to feel like a genius and and good for you. You, you, you took the swing, but at face value, it just feels like that you got robbed and and good for the other team that, you know, is getting JSN who probably next year is going to be playing a lot more than he's playing this year. And is going to be a pretty regular contributor to that guy's lineup. And then he's getting two first round picks, which by the way, too, and this is for all the dynasty players out there. I just want to, you know, put this out there. Uh, I have a buddy who is a, he is a dynasty hardcore guy. He plays in, He's in the industry. He plays in three leagues. They are all hardcore dynasty leagues. And he said to me, if you could get off on trying to sell your 2024 assets for, your 2025, for 2025 assets, do it. The 2025 class could be very, very deep. Whereas 2024 is more on the higher end in terms of all right there's the ceiling talent it could be ridiculous but guys in you know round 2 round 3 they could be few and far between 2025 is what he was telling me 2025 could be the year where you find just absolute gems in as far as round 3 in in rookie drafts so for all the dynasty yeah. players out there just keep that in the back of your noggin's yeah good point one to seven, nine, 17, 21, gone. Number eight. Number eight. This is from Howard. Um. Oh, this is you. Jake, where's Howard from? Howard Beach, New York. Of course he is on the pulse. Uh, Howard, he just has a general question for us. And this is a, uh, it's it's not a league dilemma, but it's a league question. It's a league related question. Uh, Howard he wanted to share an idea that his league has. His league is currently considering having an in-season tournament style of play, and it's a keeper league. Each matchup is single elimination every other week, with the championship for that tournament taking place in Week 10. Winner gets an additional keeper spot for the following year's draft. We only keep one. The winner will then get to keep two
1: thoughts I kind of like it I dig it I dig it I mean it's not really it, it's not really affecting much on the overall champion it's something to look forward to or look forward to during the regular season it kind of stops the tanking yeah I, I, I dig it
0: I really dig it now what I would say is maybe like I don't know would wouldn't just more like would an additional payout be better but no I I kind of think the keeper spot is is more appealing because even even the not contending teams they're they're still motivated because they want to keep their younger players and listen I mean you get two keepers that could be huge and I don't know if there's any draft pick penalty or just get to keep whomever you want but in any event, you have two keepers, the rest of your league has one. That is a huge leg up going in going into the following season. I, I really, really dig this. I dig it. Yeah. I've I've never heard of there being a league within the league, if that makes sense. I've never heard of this. It's it's brilliant. It's really I I actually I want to try that.
1: As Not crazy as that
0: sounds I, I I really dig it. That's I that I like gone. that. I like that. Good on you, good on you, Howard. Good on your league, your league being innovators. Uh one to nine, 17-21. Gone.
1: Number 16.
0: 16. This is from Patrick. Patrick is from a rock under the sea. Uh Patrick, he needs a flex in full. Kareem Hunt, Devin Singletary, Demario Douglas, Tank Dell, George Pickens. Hmm. I would go Dell. It's close. It's it's between. Oh, um, I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's not that close. I thought maybe it was Kareem Hunt. It's not for me. It's Dell for me. I think it's Dell. Yeah, it's Dell. It is Dell. Go with it. Go with it, and hope Tank Dell has a has a big day. It just feels like and, and anybody who's starting Tank Dell this week, I think for them, unless they started him last week. It just feels like to me that those that those players are just chasing points. That's just the overall vibe that I get.
1: Sure, but he's the hot hand. <clears throat> he is the hot hand for
0: sure. But so is so is Noah Brown. Yeah, true. So is Noah Brown. Did you by chance did you see the uh, the top receiving leaders in uh, in the in the league last week?
1: Noah Brown was number one.
0: Ceedee Lamb was number one. Noah Brown, Amari Cooper. And Dalton Schultz. What do What's they all it? have in common?
1: They all played for the Cowboys.
0: At the same time. Yep. Just uh yeah, big fuck you to Jerry. Uh one to nine, 16 to twenty-one. Gone.
1: Number fifteen.
0: Fifteen. This is from Thomas. Jake, where is Thomas from?
1: Uh Thomas is from
0: St. Thomas. Beautiful place. Wish I were in St. Thomas right now. Uh Thomas, he's one and a half.
1: Dalton Schultz or Taysom Hill. It's Dalton Schultz. It's Schultz. I think that's getting a little too cute there. I completely agree.
0: Uh 10 to 14 are all available. Ten. Number 10. This is from Frank. Uh, Frank is from uh Frank is from Bets Brooklyn. Uh Frank, can you that? Best team that nobody
1: talks about, by the way.
0: Uh, the, the the Nets?
1: Dude, they're good.
0: Uh Julius Randle's killing me slowly.
1: I was getting to it, but move Drew's
0: on. Rand- Drew's Randall, is, 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 he's killing me slowly. Uh, I i got words to that guy. But Four hey, months. Mitchell Robinson, fair play. He's looked good to start the year. Fair play. Hasn't got up against Embiid yet, but when he does, I'm sure it's going to be ugly. Embiid, Adebayo, Siakam. I'm sure he goes against those guys. It's going to be hideous. But to start, it's been okay. Yeah. It's been okay. Uh, Frank from Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. He needs two in full. Alvin Kamara, Jameer Gibbs, Gus Edwards, Keaton Mitchell, Kareem Hunt. It is Alvin it, Kamara and it is Jameer Gibbs.
1: Very comfortably.
0: Quite comfortably. Wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gus Edwards is way outside. That was the only guy that I was considering here, maybe. Yeah, it's Kamara and Gibbs. Quite yeah. quite comfortably. Uh, 11,
1: 12,
0: 13, 14. Number 11. Jake! <laughs> Do you hear the church bells? Do you see the carriages? Do you see the Union Jack? He's giving his address to Parliament as we speak, trying to help the people of the Commonwealth. It's King Charles. The man was preparing his speech for Parliament and was setting his lineups. That is how dedicated to the cause he is. Jake, where is King Charles?
1: Well, he enjoyed the uh, game at Frankfurt, Germany last week. He did. He He is going to continue his international travels. He's in Bern, Switzerland. Wow. Oh, wow. He's really enjoying himself, huh? He is. He is. He's
0: taking in the Alps?
1: He is. He loves the Switz.
0: Nice. Nice. King Charles, man of culture. Well, King Charles, he was signing some trade agreements last week. And guess what? He signed another trade agreement. He is—he wants us to grade the trade in full. The Royal Decree from King Charles. He's giving A.J. Brown and Cole Komet. Woof. He's getting DeAndre Hopkins, Puka Nakua, and Mark Andrews.
1: Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting trade here. I actually kind of like the Hopkins, Nakua, and and Mark Andrews side. Listen, if you said
0: to me two weeks ago that DeAndre Hopkins could be included in a deal that could get you A.J. Brown, I would have said you are smoking crack. Just point blank, period. There's there's more to the deal, though, bro. You are high. But, but you're upgrading your team. Nakua, very safe. Does it suck the part with A.J. Brown because he's just been a beast? Yeah, that yeah. absolutely sucks. But you're getting two solid receivers that can definitely replace A.J. Brown. And you're getting the second best tight end in fantasy. Yeah, you're getting a massive upgrade at a premium position. 1,000%. One thousand percent. I I would give this a B plus. I think this is this is very this is very good, a very
1: fine deal. I would give this a B plus as well because it does it's, suck trading with AJ Brown, but uh, I still think you did very well if you were going to deal AJ Brown. B plus for me. Fair it's play. It's a sneak, It's a sneaky good deal. Yes.
0: Well done, King Charles, the, the man of culture, man of joy, Switzerland. <laughs> Enjoy Switzerland and God save the king as always. 12, 13, 14. Uh thirteen. 13. This is from Zachary. Zachary is from Osaka, Japan. Uh, Zachary, he needs two in Superflex Sam Howell, Derek Carr, Josh Dobbs,
1: Kyler Murray. It's Howell and uh, Kyler. It's Howell and Kyler. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 12, 14. 14.
0: 14. This is from Shane. Jake, where's Shane from? Shane is from Trenton, New Jersey. Shane, he wants us to grade the trade in Dynasty, half point PPR. He is a rebuilding team. He's giving Travis Kelsey. He's getting a 2024 first, a 2025 first,
1: and Dalton Kincaid. A plus. A plus. A A plus. plus plus. plus. Yeah. Very fine deal here. A plus. plus. You you could not have done better.
0: Outstanding. Well, well done. That's great work. Great, great work. You, you, congratulations. You might have your new Travis Kelsey for the next 10 years and you're able to supplement that with two more studs in the next two rookie drafts. Well done. Solid. A plus plus for me. Uh, and then number 12, this is from Raymond. Raymond is from, uh, he's from San Diego, California. Uh, Raymond, he needs one and non Dalton Kincaid or George Kittle. For me, it's Kincaid. For me, it is Kincaid as well. Okay. That is it for the questions. Thank you so much to everybody for submitting them this week. This actually does remind me. So next week we are going to be making an effort to record the mailbag on Wednesday. So if you can uh, submit your mailbag questions for a Wednesday recording, that would be great. If it would be Jake and I, if you don't, then that's fine. It'll be Adam and I, and we'll record that uh, the usual day on Thursday. But if you want, J- if you want Jake and I, get them in for Wednesday. If you want Adam and I, get them in for Thursday. <clears throat> Popular popularity contest. Let's 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 just let's say. Um, well, it's time for start of the week, and it's time for deep sleeper of the week. Um, we did all right, re- all right week last week. We did pretty good. Um my start of the week was uh uh old blue eyes, Joey B. It's pretty good. Uh Jake, you went with Tua, Eh, kind of kinda mid. Yeah, mid. Kind of mid, but didn't kill you if you start him. Um I went with Kareem Hunt, meh. Jake, you went with Brian Robinson, meh, but did score. Pretty good. I went with Michael Pittman. That was good. Jake went with DK Metcalf. It's just been sticky. It's been sticky for DK Metcalf. Yeah, it's weird. Very weird. And then I went with Taysom Hill. ding And then Jake, you went with Cole Komet. ding So, a pretty solid week for start of the week. And then our deep sleepers. Jake went with Wandale Robinson. ding He scored. And then I went with Demario Douglas. Da-ding! Double-digit fantasy points. Well done. Deep Sleeper of the Week, two for two. I know. We, should, we might have to kill the segment. <laughs>
1: we might have to.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> we're, we're in start of the week. Here we go for week number 10. Uh, Jake, we had a good week last week. I'm going to keep the, the mojo going here. Um, I'm going to give you my start of the week first. I'm going to go with the returning Kyler Murray against the Atlanta Falcons.
1: I'm going to go with Jared Goff against the LA Chargers.
0: Nice. Nice. Good choice. Only reason why I couldn't pick him was he's in my top six.
1: Okay. He's not my top six.
0: I would have picked him if he wasn't. Very, very good choice. Now your running back start of the week, sir. What do you got?
1: I'm going for a big time bounce back week. If he plays, which I think he will, for Kenneth Walker. Nice.
0: Nice, good choice against the Commanders. Excellent choice there. Um, My running back start of the week, Um, I am going to be going for, and I, I, oh, God, so help me if I want to go this route. No, actually, you know what? I'm not going to. I'm going to go for the returning David Montgomery against the Los Angeles Chargers. Valid. I was going to go with Derrick Henry, but... Mm. Don't really want to. That was uh, that was a, almost a little too too cute for me. Um, and then my wide receiver start of the week. Uh, it uh, listen. I think one of them is going to have a big game. The question is which one is it going to be? I'm going to go with Christian Kirk against San Francisco 49ers. My guy, back him up.
1: I'm going to go with the same game. I'm going to go with Debo Samuel. Nice. And uh, put my money where my mouth is this week with Debo Samuel. Nice. That's definitely putting your money where your mouth is with
0: Debo. And then for the tight end position, Jake, what do you got?
1: I'm going to go with Jake Ferguson against the
0: God Giants. damn it. You you took my freaking gag. I was going to say, I'm going to go for your namesake, Jake Ferguson. Shit. Uh, well, all right. If you went with Jake Ferguson, I, I – you know what? Oh, no, I can't do it. It's so stinky. There's two that I want to go with, but I went with Taysom Hill last week don't really want to go back into that well again um and then i wanted to go with kate otten but the titans haven't allowed a touchdown to the tight end position yet this year so i'm not going to go with that um you know what i'm going to go ahead and do screw it i'm going to go for Taysom hills teammate i'm going to go for Jawan johnson the the bouncer the bouncer the bouncer is back the club is shut down no bullshit in the club anymore. Jawan Johnson the bouncer uh and then we have our deep sleepers of the week. Jake here's what I have to do this in case you forgot uh outside the top 12 for quarterback and tight end then outside the top 36 for running backs and receivers.
1: Jake, who is your deep sleeper of the week sir? I'm going to go with a guy that's available in many, many leagues. I'm going to go with Brandon Powell, wide receiver for the Vikings. That's a Very deep cut. Nice. Uh, Doesn't look like Justin Jefferson will play this week. It looked like him and Josh Dobbs had a little bit of something, something going on uh, at the end of that game. Yeah. Brandon Powell. I like it. I'm going to try to like for guys lot. that are available in like every league, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I'm really try- saved the people in a pinch. I'm... Right. Right.
0: It this is a deep it's not really a deep sleeper. It's more of a deep sleeper where he shouldn't be on the starting radar, but he is just so fluky. But the matchup calls for him to potentially have a big game. I'm gonna go for Rashid Shahid, Saints receiver against the Minnesota Vikings. Fair play. Same game. Same game. And I'm banking on the Saints to, to put up some points here with having Jawan Johnson and Rashid Shahid in my selections. But you know what? Screw it. The other option that I, I, that I was going to go with, I was going to go with Brandon Cooks against the Giants. Sure. But, but I don't know if that's necessarily a deep a deep sleeper. But Rashid Shaheed, sure. Uh, so our starts of the week and deep sleepers of the week, I've gone with Kyler, David Montgomery, Christian Kirk, the bouncer, Jawan Johnson. And then Rashid Shaheed. Jake has gone for Jared Goff, Kenneth Walker, Debo Samuel, and Jake Ferguson, with his deep sleeper of the week being Brandon Powell. And that's gonna be it for this edition of Baseball Talk Podcast Fan Show. This edition of the mailbag. If you like what you heard, leave a five-star review. Tell us how much you love the program. Don't forget, oh, we have some breaking news, Jake, to end the it's program. Tr- it's tr-
1: is Trevor Simeon starting on Sunday? No. Right. T Higgins has been ruled out. Yeah. So go pick up Tyler Boyd. Go pick up Tyler
0: Boyd. Get Tyler Boyd into your lineups. Get him fired up. It
1: is Tyler Boyd time. Well, don't. There's also some other breaking news. The oh. Arizona Cardinals waived Tony Jones. So that's a good indication that James Conner will be a full go uh, this weekend and play. Listen, I had to start Tony
0: Jones this year. I like Tony Jones, but if James Conner's coming back, that's good news because I I do miss me some some James Conner. He's been very, very good this year. That's going to be it for the mailbag. We're out of here. Submit your questions for the week 11 mailbag. Reminder, we will be recording that on Wednesday. And then another reminder, the week 12 mailbag, Thanksgiving week, that will also be recorded on Wednesday. So get those questions ready. And next two weeks, try and have your questions in on Wednesdays for Jake and I. To get to them. So for Jake, I'm Bird. Thank you so much for listening to the Talk Podcast Fan Show. This has been the week number ten mailbag. Good luck in week ten. We will catch you in week eleven. Week ten review Sunday night. Week eleven previews on Tuesday and on Wednesday, and then of course the mailbag on Saturday. We'll catch you then. Bye bye.